0: Welcome back to one on one. I'm Brian Raybacks alongside Tyler who, and today we are joined by two very special guests. First, I would like to introduce James Guccione. He's a part owner of the Warriors Cup and three pillar promotions has had a lengthy career in the world of Muay Thai as well. James, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Thanks for having me guys. You know, uh, it's a pleasure being on, you know, I'm happy to answer questions. We've got a big event coming up on Friday. Uh, February 25th it's our third one since the pandemic and uh, we're excited to get to it
0: and our next guest is none other than Liam Tarrant Liam is currently a broadcaster for Warriors Cup and also a retired fighter in his own right a four-time North American champion Liam thank you so much for taking the time here with us today
2: hey it's a pleasure happy to be here guys uh we we're looking forward to this I'm I'm glad we could uh, make this happen so thanks for having us
0: Absolutely, we both thank you so much for taking the time and discussing Warriors Cup here on one on one. And I guess the first question we'll ask to start off is, you know, we'll start with James, you know, as one of the three owners of Warriors Cup and heavily involved in Muay Thai, can you just discuss a little bit to our audience about what Muay Thai is and then Liam, if you have anything to add, you can add on after. So yeah.
1: Actually, let Liam, let Liam, the the champ, explain what Muay Thai is. Absolutely, you know what I mean? And I'll get into more of the promotional stuff. Pass it off to you,
0: Liam. Go right ahead. He will give
1: a a much better description than I will, absolutely.
2: (laughs) I would say any of your audience who's familiar with MMA, uh, Muay Thai is the essential premier striking used in MMA. It's the Art of Eight Limbs, originally from Thailand. It's in a boxing ring. You use punches, knees, uh, elbows, and kicks and a stand-up grappling but if it goes to the ground they pick you right back up so the action doesn't stop there's no uh ground work to it and uh i like to say muay thai is like a chess match with immediate and violent repercussions
3: that sounds pretty intense
1: yeah that's why that's why i gave it up to liam because i knew we were going (laughs) to get something like that you know what i mean i could have described it but it wouldn't have been as well as that you know and and that's the thing and also you know, we do amateur and pro Muay Thai, and the, the difference between Muay Thai and boxing, which a lot of people relate to boxing as a ring sport, is like the amateurs also fight with like no gear. Like to to you know to, to the to the layman's eye that doesn't really know the sport, it looks all professional to you because the amateurs are getting in there lots of times with no shin pads, with a smaller glove, no head gear. You know, it's 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 more. Uh, you know, we build them up in a different way. And, and, you know, you get these amateurs
2: competing at a very high level. I, I agree with what, what James is saying there. It's when you, when you see it, it's not like you're thinking, Oh, okay. These are the beginners. It's like, no, it's right, right. off the bat. It's action all night. And, uh, it's an it's, all
3: night. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I was going to say based off like the limited experience I've seen watching Muay Thai, it looks like a lot of skill, a lot of brain power. You have to know when like your opponent, you have to be able to counter your opponent's moves It's, a as you said, it's a lot of like, it's no groundwork. So you gotta like, you gotta be able to punch, kick, do all that defend. It looks like, it looks like a really fun sport. I'm going to say to the casual eye, I will say I'm extreme casual with that stuff. The casual eye, it's really entertaining to watch and takes a lot of skill. So James, my question to you is, what would you say separates the Warriors Cup from other Muay Thai promotions?
1: I mean, I, I'd say it's the level of the fights, you know. I mean, people aspire to fight on the Warriors Cup. I have coaches I go through all the time. So, oh, you know, who, so who's that fighter? Let's get them on. No, they're not ready for the cup, you know. A lot of the coaches, you know, hold us in high regard, which we appreciate, and they look at it like the big leagues, you know, that they're only going to put on my best of the best, my guys that are ready, that are going to put a good show in. you. Know, I had a, a coach recently tell me that, you know, he had a fighter who felt was really good. He was winning fights. I think he's undefeated like five fights. But he goes, you know, I just, I, I'm not comfortable putting him on your because, you know, style isn't there in the way that I want him to portray me. You know, so they, they hold us in high regard as themselves, you know, saying, you know, when you go on this show, I want to only deliver the best. So, you know, that's that, that's a big separation, you know, so, there's, there's not a lot of places to fight. You know what I mean? You know, you could, there's a lot of events happening, with fight, but, you know, there's different caliber to
0: it. Awesome. Well said. And we'll, we'll move on to you, Lean. Now, we mentioned earlier that you're a retired fighter <laughs> and you've transitioned into a broadcaster's role and uh, do a lot of commentary for Warriors uh, Cup. So uh, I just want to ask you how your transition to commentary went after your fighting career came to an end.
2: Well, I was actually commentating while I was still fighting not at the exact same time, but while I was still in my fight career, I was commentating as well. I've been commentating for the cup for about, it's almost 12 years now. Um, The transition was, was great because I've, I've always enjoyed public speaking, but um, I've been teamed up with a a bunch of partners for this event. We've got three-time world champion, Ogni Topić on there, Um, and It felt like a pretty natural vibe, uh, just getting into being able to explain people. And one of my favorite memories of commentating was there was a kid named John Nofer out of uh, Sitton in Philly. And I commentated one of his fights. And I I see my role as a broadcaster being, uh, or a commentator, lifting the sport and lifting, uh, because not a lot of people know about it. Now, more people know about it. Back in the day, nobody did. Lifting the sport, lifting the fighters, the coaches, and trying to support everybody. Um, and I had this th- where John Nofer was an excellent fighter and he, I was explaining what was going on. And then I was at an event about three months later and, uh, I feel s- somebody grabbed my arm from the side. I was like, what the, huh? It was this little old lady. And I was like, hello. And I th- th- speak to John right before that, I was like, Hey man, how you doing? Everything good. Yeah. All good. And then she said, Oh my God, you're, you're the guy that called Johnny's fight. And I was like, yes and she said I'm his mother and we were watching from Philly and we couldn't be there but and none of us had seen it before but by the end of it we all understood what was going on and he said such nice things about him I was like i was being honest and uh, that was really touching for me that his mother was saying that you know people who hadn't watched it before uh, we also broadcast on bxngtv.com but People who hadn't seen it can can watch the sport and, and go, OK, I kind of get the strategy that's going on here. So I enjoy that part of it, being able to share this. Uh, and it's everybody at Three Pillars Promotions, we're in this with a love of the game. And I love being able to share that with people and have them experience that and know what's going on.
3: That's awesome, actually. That's like such a touching moment, such like a <laughs> genuine moment, too, first of all. And second, I think it's like really cool to have like a commentator who's also an active fighter. It gives you like that active fighters eye that like that touch, like that, you know, a, a former fu- like a non fighter or somebody who like doesn't really watch the sport will understand like it's a firsthand experience, you know, the sport better than pretty much 99% of the watchers out there. So it gives you that active eye. It's definitely something that's really cool. But Liam, um, you're, you're the co-founder of the Muay Thai project. Uh, would you mind discussing why you want to start this project and what it's able to provide to the community?
2: Well, yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. We did that. We started that, um, in 2008, I believe or it was 2009. Um, what we do is we work with gyms, we work with local gyms mostly in the New York area and we provide scholarships for kids who might be deemed like trouble cases. They're not doing well in school. They're not taking things serious. So we put them into a gym with partners that we, that we know that we work with and, um, we provide them in a, with a good environment, good role models. It's not even about fighting. It's just about the training and being in a good area. And some of these kids have really turned their lives around through it. Uh, some of the first students that we had back in 2009, uh, one of them is going to John Jay College now studying criminal justice. So if we could be a little catalyst for that and help in some way, it's giving back to, to the community. Um, and we're, the, the project is also uh, the Muay Thai project. Uh, you can follow it on Instagram at Muay Thai Project. They're also a sponsor of the Warriors Cup, and we only, we've only partnered with people that we understand get that element of helping people and helping the community and the positive elements of the sport. That's one thing you'll notice. It's different. Uh, there's no, it, it's, a lot of the sport is based on respect and based on, uh, you know, a, a certain, uh, there's no crap talking really. Like there's no, there's none of that element of it. It's all respect. And you fighters are always uh um appreciative of one another in the ring afterwards. And that's the kind of element we wanted to bring with that charity. Um and uh it's been great. We've uh, been changing lives for 10 years and we're gonna continue doing it. And uh it's been it's been a fun trip.
0: Yeah it's an awesome project you have going on there. And we now we have a couple of questions for the both of you if you want to both take a shot at these. Uh, we'll start with uh just how did you guys both get into the sport of Muay Thai and what keeps you so interested in the sport? So to do this, we'll start with Liam and then James, you can follow up after. So Liam, we'll start with you.
2: Well, I got into it. Uh I went to North Jersey Muay Thai and uh I just wanted to get a workout and I just got hooked on it. After two years, I said, let's see if this works. I want I want to test myself, I want to go in there. And then honestly, I couldn't tell you uh, why I did it. I, I, I think it's just something I had to do. I think a lot of fighters might feel the same way where it's just that feeling, the, 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 the rush of it and the, uh, the discipline of, it. it gave structure to, uh, my life, which was a little chaotic, but my mother only came once. She hated it. Uh, you know, everybody's asking your mother, your father, what are you doing with your life? Why are you? And you're like, I just got to do it. I don't know. But she was very happy when I traded a mouthpiece for a microphone. So, uh, (laughs) now that I'm retired, she's happy, but I, uh, I I continue to be a part of it because I see the life changing uh, element of it, and I see the beauty of the sport. Um, and what differentiates it from other, from other combat sports or generally martial arts is the fight element of it, where that you see who is the best in it. Um, so yeah, it's something I I plan on staying in for the rest of my life.
1: On on a note of like Liam saying life changing experience, you know, I was I was running down a troubled past. Years ago, you know, and uh, I had checked myself into rehab and I come out and a friend of mine was fighting Muay Thai. I didn't know what it was. He invited me to a fight and I saw it and I watched. I said, he actually fought somebody from uh, Liam's old gym. And, I, and I, I, I watched and I said, this is something I need to be doing. I said, this is something I want to do. I said, will you train me? He, you know, he had me in the gym a couple days later. You know, I had my first fight, you know, within, by the end of that year, it was off to the races for me. You know, it's my life and it saved my life. You know, it put something positive in my life that I was missing for a while. And, you know, I have pretty much moved through the ranks from fighter, coach, matchmaker, cut man, and now a corner of a promotion. And basically, you know, this is just, this is the job environment, and the energy I want to be around for the rest of my life.
3: Oh, that's so inspiring, honestly, the Muay Thai can like really change your life. All these fighting, mixed martial arts sports. I've heard so many of these great stories about people coming from troubled pasts finding their sport and moving and like, you know, finding their sport and then changing their life forever in the positive way. But this, I'm going to start with you, James, for the second question. This is for both of you guys. How do you guys, how do you see Muay Thai and other mixed martial arts growing in the United States and even worldwide for the next few years?
1: I'll, I'll tell you right now, it's, it's growing tremendously, even Muay Thai, which has kind of like always been smaller and a little more like tight knit. I mean, there's a lot of promotions popping up and it's good. It's actually, you know, I don't look at it as, Oh, this is competition for me. This is good for the sport. It gives more outlets. It brings more eyes on it. You know, the more fights happening in the more places, this is the more eyes on our sport and we're going to grow as a whole. So, you know, any other promotion, this, nothing's competition, you know, for me, you know, we stand, we do what we do. And then the more fights happen, this just this is going to bring our sport together and our sport stronger and it's really happening the more you're seeing events every week every two weeks all different states states that you would never dream of having a muay thai fight or holding three different events themselves this is showing that the sport is really on a rise
2: yeah i'd agree with james there it's from when we started in the scene it's it's almost it's very different in muay thai now even to the level of the fighters that are out there and you see guys now who are fighting and women who are fighting because we have men and women fighting and, and both are equally as ferocious. Uh, but now you see people with five fights and they look like back in the day with somebody with 10 fights would look like. So the mm. game is actually advancing and it's accelerating, which is exciting to see because you're seeing these great matchups and uh, actually there is a world game qualifier. And speaking of how it's going, Uh, We have a lot of Warriors Cup veterans who are now qualifying in the U.S. to to represent the the United States in the IFMA, which is a worldwide organization, and it's going towards Olympic status. Muay Thai is going towards Olympic status right now, so you might be seeing future Olympians on these shows. You're definitely going to see future national champions. I mean, it's uh, it's blowing up, and Warriors Cup were the home of East Coast Muay Thai, and you're going to see some great matchups with great people. Um, And I see this being I see more and more people getting into the sport, and I love it. I'm so excited about it. And to James's point, yeah, having other promotions is great because it creates that ecosystem. There's more fighters going out there, and the game is accelerating. Uh, It's exciting for us. It's being almost an underground sport for a long time. I mean, MMA is obviously huge, but uh, Muay Thai and MMA are pretty complementary because Muay Thai is an essential part of uh, MMA training. Um, So I see both of them coming up together.
0: Talking to James Guccione and Liam Tarrant here on One on One. Before we let you guys go, we can't leave here without asking about the event you guys have next Friday. It's Warriors Cup Tatikai, It takes place on Friday, February 25th. It'll be at the Melrose Ballroom in Queens with doors opening at 6 p.m. So I'll just ask both of you guys, what do you think viewers can expect from the, the event and what are you two both most looking forward to? We'll start with you, James.
1: Nonstop action. That's what you can look forward to. It's going to be you know, a good night. We got a, we got a great venue. Now, you know, we kind of, after the pandemic, we started, you know, started off slow a little bit. We were in, you know, a a gym and this and that. Now we're in a club, the lights, you know, the lights, the cameras, it's going to be a great night, you know, nonstop action. I'm looking forward to a lot of the young fighters coming up, you know, that's really what we're trying to showcase, you know, young fighters coming
2: up and that's what I'm most excited about. To reiterate that point, uh, seeing the young fighters and seeing the game progress in real time, uh, it's and the venue is awesome check out uh our instagram page at warriors cup underscore three pp for three pillar promotions the venue is awesome uh if you if you can make it out there they got two bars they've got an overhead deck almost like a um terminal five if you guys have ever been there but um it's I, I, I i'm just looking forward to it's i think 13 14 fights but it's you you don't get bad fights in there the matchups That's why around the the Muay Thai scene all over the country, we're known as the home of East Coast Muay Thai because we're uh, the matchups are great. The health and safety of the fighters is also a high priority for us. So everything is done professionally and done the right way. And it's just a fun night out. And if you can't catch it live and in person, you can watch it on BXNGTV.com and you can hear my sweet, sultry voice whispering sweet nothings and violent everythings right to your home computer. Also, we got, uh,
1: it's, we got tickets on sale at, on uh, Eventbrite. So you look up Warriors Cup on Eventbrite. And if you put in promo code FORDAM on
2: there, we get a discount. If I could note one other thing. We Go all partner with – I'm sorry about that. Uh, cut you off there, Brian. We no all partner with, the, with the, World Boxing, uh, the World Boxing Commission on uh, Muay Thai, uh, the World Boxing Council, where we are now ranking uh, – our, our amateur fighters are getting ranked – in the world boxing council. So we have that partnership with them. We're developing a program with them to further the, 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 the sport in the U S so you're seeing top level fighters on this show. Uh, you can't go wrong. It's a fun night out. It's right off of the, uh, what is it? It's right off the NNW line at 36th Avenue in Queens. So it's, it's right. Yep. If you're near the city, you jump right in and you get there and uh, it's a good time. It's going to be great. Well,
0: yeah, I think you guys said it best. It should be an awesome event. And it was great talking to both of you. Don't miss Warriors Cup Taticai on Friday, February 25th. You can either attend in person at the Melrose Ballroom in Queens, or you can watch it live on pay-per-view, bxngtv.com and catch Liam on commentary. We had a great time talking with both of you guys today. Liam and James, thank you so much. We really appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having us. Thank you, guys. Hope Hope to talk to you again soon.